Welcome to the Poet and the Reader podcast. If you love chatting about all things bookish, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Shanice. And I'm Vina. Welcome to the first episode of 2022. Woo woo. All right, so this episode, we are recapping 2021. Yes. Which was a great reading year for us, I think. Yes. We met our goals. Yes. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I'm so we did meet our goals. And for a while, I was scared because I didn't know I didn't know if I was going to meet it. I know. You even changed it. I changed mine. Yeah. Well, you changed yours to be higher. My, we will, we will my... discuss. We'll okay, discuss. okay, okay. We're going to discuss this later <laughs> or whatever. Um, but before we do that, let's do our current and last read. Yes. Um, so you last read two books. So you go ahead. Okay, so I last read... Guys, have you guys seen, like, the new Goodreads? Like, if you didn't, go check it out now. Because, like, it got me... Because I try to, like, go to my last read, and I try to, like... Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell is going on? It looks mad different. It looks so different. For okay. you, not for me. Yeah, that's because Vina needs a new laptop. <laughs> tell tell Vina, hashtag, get her a new laptop for 2022. Somebody started GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, my last read I'm super excited about... Well, I, I absolutely loved it. So, I read Last Night at the Telegraph club that was my first read of 2022 it was by melinda lowe and that was a book i started in 2021 and that carried me and i took my time with it i was like vina like i didn't (laughs) want to finish it so this one was um a story of love and duty set in san francisco chinatown during the red scare this had everything i wanted this was historical fiction sapphic and by Melinda Lowe, which if mm-hmm. you guys didn't know, she wrote Ash, which was my first uh, introduction into LGBT storyline. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, uh, yeah, it was like a full circle type yes, of thing. There well, it goes. <laughs> yes, words. Okay. So okay. Um, this book was about 17-year-old Lily who can't remember exactly when the question uh, took root, but the answer was in full bloom the moment she and Kathleen Miller walked under the flashing neon sign of a lesbian bar called the Telegraph Club. Mm-hmm. It was so, it was such a great read. Okay, okay. Yeah, and it won so many awards. Like, um, I remember telling you this before, mm-hmm. but it had won, like, best book of the year from so many, like, um, places. I was just like, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. well-deserved. It was really, like, such a good read. Nice. And then my second book was written in the stars Mm -hmm. and that one is like a i don't know if it's like gonna stop but it's like a trilogy Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. where all the characters it's like romance and so like all the characters in the friend group or like sibling group i don't know it's weird in the first book uh like have storylines in the second and third book so this one was about uh forgot their names okay so this one was about ellie and darcy which i acknowledge is Pride and Prejudice mm-hmm. names mm-hmm. anyway? So this was nods with uh, to Bridget Jones and Pride and Prejudice, which I was like, "Am I gonna like this book?" Because I didn't like Jane. I don't like Jane, Jane Austen's Austin. yeah. uh, Pride and Prejudice. So, mm. and I've I've tried to like I've watched several adaptations of the movies. Mm-hmm. I've read the book I think twice, and I just didn't enjoy it. Okay. I will say that I did read it for school. So maybe like mm-hmm. in a year when, I, when I'm when i not reading it for school, maybe I'll try to do it again okay. because I do love Enemies to Lovers and that's like the original. That's the trope in this book? Hashtag. No, this is like fake le- dating. Fake dating. Yeah, okay. but it was kind of like, I don't know if it's like consider, considered Enemies to Lovers because mm-hmm. they didn't like each other in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So that was yeah. kind of like Enemies to Lovers. They had a bad first date slash fake dating slash, you know. It's like the light edition. 
Yeah, it was it was like gay light. That's what I wanted when we went to Barnes and Noble. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so this is after a disastrous blind date. Darcy Lowell is desperate to stop her well-meaning brother from playing matchmaker ever again. Love and the inevitable heartbreak is the last thing she wants. So she fibs and say her lati- her latest setup was a success. Darcy doesn't expect her lie to bite her in the ass. And then Ellie Jones is one of the astrologers behind the popular Twitter account, Oh My Stars, dreams of finding her soulmate, but she knows it's most assuredly not Darcy. So, like, this this book had a lot of fun moments in it. Like, there was parts where, like, there would be uh, what cake you like um, based on your zodiac sign. Oh, fun. Yeah, so there was, like, little, like, little cute things. The only okay. thing is, is I kind of was confused about... I sometimes got lost in like the point of view of people mm-hmm. because it went from Darcy to um to uh L but not not like in a way that's like every chapter is dedicated to one chapter it kind of changes views mm-hmm. in the middle of the chapter and it kind of was like wait a minute wasn't I just reading from her perspective Oh that's a bummer Yeah that's so like confusing. that was the only downside to it mm-hmm. the second book is about uh Darcy's brother and then the third book is about L's roommate so I think it's kind of fun because um, I saw Gabby Reads and she read this book. And so she was like, uh, she read the second book and she had written, she had wrote, uh, she had uh, read mm-hmm. the first book. And she was saying that like the second book, she had loved it so much because you know how sometimes we like books more because based on like what we're going through at the moment, mm-hmm. she had mm-hmm. just visited Seattle and she grabbed the book and then she read it that night. Okay. So, like, she loved it even more because she had visited all the places that, you know, the second book. But, yeah. So, I had wanted to read it when she had mentioned it, but I don't think I remembered. And then you you told me to read it. And when right. I grabbed it, I didn't read anything of it. I just trusted Vina blindly. <laughs> so, I was just like, okay, I'll just grab the read. And then I'm like, oh, shit, this is the book I wanted to read. So. Oh, I love that. Though. Yeah, you got that. Yeah. You got that. Okay. What about you? Um, so uh, my first book of 2022 is The Inheritance of Orquido Divina by Soraya Cordova. And I haven't rated it yet for a few reasons. Uh, reason number one is that we agreed that we wouldn't rate our books right off the bat after finishing it. Yes. So we're taking a week. I think the week is up. Yeah, I should, the week I is up. The week is up, babe. I should. I should rate it. But um, there's... Hmm, there's many aspects of it that I liked. Right. I liked the characters. She had me just completely into the plot until one point, which I'm not going to say now because we're going to do another episode yeah. to talk about it. But she had me the whole time. Like I love the circus and how she incorporated um, mag- magical realism in the story. That was really cool. Let me just say one betrayal. Okay was the thing that kind of lost me. Do you feel like Zoraida, like, kind of... She bit more than she could chew. And plot-wise? Plot-wise. Okay. She has so many elements. Okay. And she was doing great. Right. And then... That part happened. There was a twist that I felt discredited the whole point of our main character story because I consider her our main character. Right, she... Yeah. Yeah. And... From that point on, I was reading it, but I wasn't as invested anymore because I wanted it to end differently. Do you think that if she would have set it up 
where that was a possibility, you would have oh, been yeah. like, okay, absolutely. Like, we'll talk in the other episode. Okay. So if because, you guys, yeah. uh, so like a surprise for you, or maybe mm-hmm. like we're gonna give you a little hint, is mm-hmm. that we're bringing back uh, Julissa onto the podcast, and we're gonna do a few mini episodes on books that we read in common and mm-hmm. just talk about it for yeah. a few minutes and we might spoil it so hopefully <laughs> yeah if you guys don't want spoilers or if you've read the books you can read you can like listen to us mm-hmm. um but yeah don't 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 read the episode if you don't like spoils like miss vina over here <laughs> one line i spoiled the whole damn yep, book <laughs> you did. um but no i i enjoyed it right. i'm glad that it's the first Soraya book that i read yeah but she just she just lost me at one point okay which is, so I will be rating it. I know that you gave it four stars. I did, but that was before uh, we took this the discussion. <laughs> well, no, because like I, because there's so many other points that I liked mm-hmm. that like the four, the the book deserves for me four stars because I read it and I was just like okay okay there were so many good points to like the cons of it you know yeah okay that's fair yes um and now my current reads are two. Uh-oh. Hello, who's this? Uh-oh. Hello. Are we sh- switching places here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're, I think you're reading two. Are you reading one? No, I'm reading anyway, one. Yeah, let me not spoil it. Um, so my current reads are To Paradise by Hanya Yanigahara. And her book comes out on Tuesday. It is 700 pages, and I plan to read it <laughs> <laughs> this weekend. Famous last words, but anyway. Um, so this book is spanning three centuries and three different versions of the American experiment. It has an unforgettable cast of characters that are united by their reckonings with the, with the qualities that make us human. Fear, love, shame, need, and loneliness. So this book is um, split into three books. Mm-hmm. And I finished the first book, and it was great. And I'm doing the audio as I'm reading. Mm-hmm. And the voice that they picked, the narrator, is amazing. Yeah, He uh, was Mulan's boo in Mulan <laughs> yeah and I'm sure he's been in other movies but that's the only one that I know him from right and my second read is Passing by Nella Larson which we are reading for book club yes Shanice is unofficially part of the book club too <laughs> <laughs> I'm against my will <laughs> no I'm just yeah. kidding you went once you're you're in forever. yeah exactly um and we're reading this and also watching the Netflix adaptation that came out last year um but yeah Passing I found this out by looking up the description just okay. now. Is the landmark novel about the cultural meaning of race. Hmm. It was first published in 1929, and it's a candid exploration of, shift, of shifting racial and sexual boundaries, which tells the story of an, two African-American women who must confront lies and secret fears. Right. I'm only three chapters in, 30 pages in, maybe. Uh, and I love it. I already have... Um, Little you tabs. have one tab. I have one tab. So, <laughs> so how are you with? Okay, so like just to give you guys a a background on like, I'm also reading this book. Mm-hmm. So that is my current read as well, and I'm only reading one book. I had thought about picking up another book, but mm-hmm. I just I want to be a more. Um, I guess this would be like a resolution, but not really a resolution. Mm-hmm. But I want to be more mindful when I'm reading. Like I want to take my time, and mm-hmm. because I don't have to rush, I feel like I could take my time and just read one book. And if I want to pick up another one, I could pick it up, but like not in a way that I'm just rushing through, like oh, yeah, you know, reading definitely. and stuff. So yeah. right now I'm okay with just reading one. I did pick up a second book, 
And I will, I will mm. say, yeah, I did. It's okay. in my backpack. Okay. I am my, so I bought my, one of my friends, Rhea, mm-hmm. um, the, Eve, uh, the, the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo, and mm-hmm. I plan to reread it. Ooh. So like, it's in my backpack. I really want to read it. Okay. And, uh. Have you started or not yet? I haven't started okay. yet, but it is in my backpack. So okay. that's, that's So just, that counts. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I bought a new copy of this book, Passing. Mm-hmm. And Vina found a copy when we had did when it, it was in the donations at a um, cemetery. <laughs> at the cemetery, yeah. yeah, we went to a cemetery to get some <laughs> donation books, uh-huh. and uh, we could pick what we want. And you picked uh, the passing, passing. Mm-hmm. Uh, thing. And in the in the book, there's written notes there's and notes. underlined and stuff like that. Yeah, the yeah. greatest like, I guess like. Seventh circle of hell for Vina because she doesn't like people writing in books. Uh, yeah. So how do you feel reading it? This is the thing and why I'm kind of struggling, but I'm going to keep going because I want to know why this person underlined certain things because it confuses me, but I guess I'll have to finish the book. Um, It distracts me a lot because Mm -hmm. as I'm reading it, I'm like, okay, why did she underline that? Should I read it twice? What am I, what am I missing? And then she makes some notes like, oh, this is like Gatsby. And I'm like, how is it like The Great Gatsby? So I'm, I'm having a conversation with this person I'll never meet right. in my life. Um, but yeah. So what's her name? Jennifer, because she writes it all over Jennifer. the book. <laughs> it's on the spine. It's inside. She writes it in different fonts. So Jennifer, if you're listening to this podcast. I mean. <laughs> I think that this, like she was underlining it because she was writing a paper. Oh, definitely. Maybe she was doing a compare and contrast. Because, Maybe. like, if she keeps mentioning the great Gatsby, uh, that might okay. be, like, what she's, like, underlining. And she to, does like, different colors. It. So I'm like, oh, what do the colors mean? So, like, oh, yeah. I'm not focusing. I should be focusing more. Right. But I'm still enjoying it. Okay, good. So. I'm reading the same thing, so that's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm liking it. I'm on the second part of the book. Okay. I'm in the second part. So I'm about, like... Maybe like fifty to sixty pages in, or something, mm-hmm, something like mm-hmm. that, in my edition. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. I wish I had the copy that was written in. <laughs> I'll let no, you know kidding. how that goes. Yeah, let me know. Um. Alrighty. So this episode, we're gonna wrap up twenty twenty one, and then let you guys know the resolutions for this year. So for twenty twenty one. Yes. Kick us off. How did it go? Did you meet your goal? So I'm super shocked that I met this fucking goal. Guys. Like, <laughs> and it's because like the whole time I felt like I was just behind. And then in November I read 11 books and I jumped ahead. I don't know why I read so many books. So impressive. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, so like I realized that like uh, I have been struggling with my anxiety lately yeah. a lot more it's Mm -hmm. been magnified a lot Mm -hmm. and one of the things that helps me and I realize is reading Mm -hmm. so like when I have a long day and I can just decompress and read Mm -hmm. I feel I feel like I notice that it helps my anxiety a lot so that's why I've been reading a lot okay yeah sweet so in 2021 I did meet my goal which my goal was 50 books Mm -hmm. and I was scared for a moment I changed my goal to 45 Mm -hmm. and then I was just like in November I hit 45 and I was like well fuck okay let me hit 50 (laughs) And I was about to hit 51, but I was really enjoying um, uh, the book. So I mm-hmm. wanted to just take a moment and just, you know, take my time and read that book and just take all the time that I wanted to read it. Um, so I read 15,872 pages. Wow. And my shortest book, I read The Hill We Climb by Amanda Gorman. Mm-hmm. And 
And the longest book I read was the Harry Potter and the Order of, Order of the Phoenix, which had 870 pages. No way. Yes. I forgot how long that book is. That shit is long. Damn. My average book length in 2021 was 317. So thank you, Harry Potter books, because <laughs> like that's the only reason why. Wow. My most popular read was Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, because, you know. Mm-hmm. And my least popular book was Quiet of Chorus by Vanessa Hong. Never heard of it. Is it poetry? It is a poetry book. We got it during um, Hobart Book Village. Oh, cool. Yeah, and um, this book was the the girl, remember, the woman, we went to her bookshop. And, and she, she was like, oh, this is my friend's book. Or like, you know, a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. And then my average uh, rating for the book was 4.3. Mm-hmm. My first book was um, We Are Okay by Nina LaCour. Okay. And my last book was uh, The Inheritance of Orquita Divina. Nice. Yes. Nice. How did you keep track of your books this year? So, <laughs> okay, Vina, shots fired. Um, so I was going to, I had intentions mm-hmm. to, do, um, to do my little notion thing, but then I forgot. Yeah. I totally forgot. Yeah. Um, and then I just kept up with Goodreads. Mm-hmm. I ended up like I have a passion planner, so I printed that out, and then I was like writing my books for a little while, mm-hmm. and then I stopped at like thirty something because my page ran out and I didn't reprint it. Oh. I don't know why. I have a printer in my room, like right. I don't know. I was just lazy. Right. And then um, now I have an Excel sheet, and it has all the books that I have on that I own mm. and that I loaned out. Yes. And then I have it written who loaned who has my books. I might be I might be having some fees with you soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's so funny cuz uh, I don't know if I told you this but like a few days ago my friend wants to read uh the the same friend who had the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo mm-hmm. for like two years and I forgot. She wants to borrow true one true loves. Oh cool. Yeah, and I was just like, uh yeah, my friend Vina just bring it back so you can have it. And she <laughs> I was checked like, it in, I checked it Yeah, in. she checked it in and so she was like, Okay, Shanice's library. But then she wanted Daisy Jones, but Adrian has it. And oh. Adrian wants to read Evelyn Hugo. Okay. So I was like, Okay, when I give Adrian Evelyn Hugo, you can take Daisy Jones and one true loves and then i'll have it written out in my excel sheet but i let them know that it's in my excel sheet so nerdy i love it i know was there any books that you wanted to get to that you didn't oh my god yeah there was um there was like one or two books first episode i listened to it and i forgot that i wanted to read bruised by tanya batehu and i got it but I just, I never got to it. Oh, you own it? Yeah, I own oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Is it in your TBR card? It is in my TBR card, yeah. Because yeah. I have wanted to read it so bad. I loved Kings, Queens, and Inbetweens. Yeah, you really did. Yeah, so like... Did I, you just forget? I Yeah, I yeah. forgot I had it. And okay. I was just like... And when I organized... um, So my uh, cast gave me a cart recently. Mm-hmm. And when I was organizing the cart, that's when I realized I had it. And I was like... Oh, I have this book. So right. that's also why I did the Excel sheet. So I don't rebuy books. Okay. okay. And then um, I got to Black Girl Calls Home by Jasmine Manns. Oh, so it's a poetry collection. It was so good. <laughs> and then um, I did not get to Namesake by Adrian Young. I don't own it. Okay. So like I never got to it, which that, uh, you know, it surprised me because I did enjoy it and mm-hmm. it, it left me on a cliffhanger. So I don't know why I didn't buy the second I know. one. Yeah, these are shockers. Yeah, they, they are. just added to. Well, maybe year. I'll wait for namesake to come out in paperback. 
So they match? So they match because like they the covers like match. And if I have one that's paperback and one, because I got the arc. Okay. So if I have one that's paperback and one that's hardcover, it's just not going to, mm. you know. Makes sense. Yeah. I'll wait for the paperback. Okay. Okay. Um, I guess I'll share my stats. Yes. To share your stats, girl. They are way smaller than yours. <laughs> um, but before I start, I had a bet with Lisa, one of my customers and friends. And I didn't mention this in our first, first episode, but... We made a bet that we had to read 11 books in 2021. It's a very small number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a very sad number. But it is because in 2020, we barely read any books. So we were like, okay, let's challenge ourselves to finish at least 11. So I beat that six months into the year. What? The old Vina is back. The old Vina <laughs> is back. She's booked and oh busy. Oh my God, <laughs> it's so good, so good. Um, so I changed it up instead of down. So I changed it to 20. Okay. Almost didn't make it because I started to Paradise last year. So I had a couple of weeks to read two more books to meet the goal. So I paused on to Paradise and I read um, When We Make It. And One True Loves. One True Loves. She, uh, she went to Shanice's library. <laughs> <laughs> and I checked out some books. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I met my goal of 20 and I read 6,954 pages. Okay. My shortest book was Kindred because I read the graphic novel. Okay. And my longest book was Clap When You Land with 432 pages. Uh, my average book length was 347. What was your number? 317. Oh, so close. Yeah. No, I did more. You did more. You did more. <gasps> but you read more than me. That's well, crazy. it's because I also read uh, like poetry, poetry books. books. So yeah. that's why it always brings my number down. True. My most popular book, which a million nine hundred people have read, <laughs> is The Midnight Library. Get out of here. That book blew up last year. It was crazy. Um, and my least popular book with only 4,000 people read it. Unfortunately, I'm one of these people. Oh, <laughs> and that was The Burglar in the Library, which I did not enjoy at all. My average rating for 2021 was 3.9. And my highest rated on Goodreads was Lower Olympus. Which changed my life, and I forced everyone to read <laughs> in 2021. Um, and I'm then, shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. My first read of the year was Interior Chinatown, which I read for the book club. And my last read and favorite read of the year was When We Make It mm. by Elizabeth Velasquez. I love that book. Um, DNF any books? Yes. Okay. So that I can remember, I DNF'd two Mm-hmm. I want to see, yeah, it was two. Uh, on Earth, We're Briefly Gorgeous by Ocean Vuong. Uh, it's just not the right time, not the right place for that book. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'll pick it up maybe sometime in the future, but it's not the writing that I need right now in my life. Right. And the second book I DNF'd, which was in January, is This Is How You Lose the Time War by Amal Elmotar and Max Gladstone. Yeah, that was the book I picked. Did. It was... Set up to be amazing. So it's written in letters from two um, opposing people in, in the war. And they fall in love at the end of the book. But the way it's written is so difficult to follow. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the authors just decide to have fun and like write to each other, but not clue anybody in right. <laughs> into what the story is about. But um, I don't think, uh, even though I own it and I bought it at an independent bookstore... I don't know if I'll read it. It looks nice on my bookshelf. Yeah. But <laughs> it's one of those books just sitting there. So let me ask you a question, Vina. Uh-oh. Oh, I know what's coming. <laughs> In the beginning of the year, 
you said that you were going to try to bullet journal. Yeah. And keep track of your books. Yeah. Uh, so how did you do that? Did, you know, how did that, uh, that work out for you? I'm embracing my failure <laughs> <laughs> this year because I did not keep it up. I kept it up until March. And it's just very difficult for me to finish a book. And immediately I go to Goodreads. I don't think, like, let me go to a journal. Right. So I, my Goodreads is always updated. But I can't just sit down and, like... I know it's a habit that I have to do every yeah. day, but it just, I can't. So what I decided is to just do like monthly or every couple months update the journal instead yeah. of daily. Why don't you do it quarterly? Yeah. 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 Like That's every... way more fun. I don't even know how many, what's a quarter? Four? <laughs> Four. Um, but yeah, so I went in the first week of January. I was like, let me take a look and see how far I got. I did not get very far, but I updated it and... Um, I saw books that I said I was going to read and I never read. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just going to roll them over to this year and see if I can get to them. So what is your most memorable uh, bookish moment this year or last year, 2021? I'm going to say there's two. Okay. One you were there for. I was. The other you were not. Wow. <laughs> Disgusting. No, so the one you were there is that we went to a book village in upstate New York. Yeah. And that was like, we went at the right time and the drive was nice up there. We went to the crazy good diner that i hope we go to again oh my god the potatoes were so fucking good the coffee was so the good home fries, the <laughs> coffee was really good too yeah. yeah so and i had a black too because there was no like almond milk oh that's true i think i had a black too yeah um but yeah. r.i.p to our stomachs we were not <laughs> you was not catching us slipping okay <laughs> I gotta be next to the bathroom if I'm gonna do a cream. I mean, we would have made we would have made it home if I'm driving. <laughs> um, but yes, that was a very memorable bookish moment. And the one that you weren't there for, I went to a boy of the day bookstore in Far Rockaway. She went without <laughs> me. So let me let me tell you, it was not planned. So my brother came to visit with my nephew from DR, mm-hmm. and he was staying at a friend's place in Far Rockaway. And I had mentioned to him once, like, oh, there's this bookstore there that I have never been to. But I mentioned it, like, a week or two before he got here. Mm -hmm. So I didn't think he would remember. So he calls me. He's like, let's meet up. This is the address. I wasn't driving. Mm -hmm. So my sister drove us there. And I'm like, wait a minute. Are we going to the bookstore? And I see my brother, like, outside the bookstore. And I'm like, oh, this is so cute. That is so cute. (laughs) Goals. So he's like, "Uh, yeah, we're going to get coffee. You're going to browse. And he just left me to browse and had his coffee. Um, but yeah, it's really cute. It's a used bookstore, a hundred percent. I thought they had some new ones, but they don't. And the owner, it's so crazy. I had started messaging him when he opened up and mm-hmm. he opened in February of 2020. Oh, wow. And he said, you have to come by and we can talk and you can check out the place. And I'm like, oh, I would love to. I'm going to go March 20th. And then COVID hit. Yeah. And I was like, I am not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> But I made it, and he remembered me. He's like, oh, my God, yeah, we had that conversation. And um, it was really cute. I got a tote bag, and I got um, In the Time of the Butterflies. Oh, In the Time of the Butterflies. By Julia Alvarez. I, um, but, yes, I got the a used copy of the hardcover. And uh, I plan to read it this year. That's yeah. one of my goals. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you setting up for TBRs this year? Hate- or how are, you, how are you feeling about that? Cause- so, mm, I'm going to go by my mood, okay. 100%. I have five books that I know for sure I'm going to read. Okay. But the rest I'm just going to let... The rest I'm just going to go with, like, how my mood is yeah. when I read it. But I can't wait to tell you my goal for 2020, so... 
It's a bit controversial. It's a bit crazy. Wait, you changed it? There's a there's a condition to my goal. Okay. So are we is, are we ready to move on to to goals? Yeah, let's talk about goals. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about goals. What is your goal? Okay. I'm scared to even say this in like a recorded <laughs> setting. I can't wait to go back on this and be like, <laughs> I can't wait to fail. Um, okay, so my goal for 2022 is to read 22 books. Okay. The condition. The condition. Let me finish my thought. The condition of these twenty-two books. Okay. Is that they have to be picked by me, which means I can't count the book club books. So in reality, (laughs) I am reading twenty-two plus eleven, which somebody do the thirty-two, thirty-three, thirty-three. Nobody can do math. Hold on. (laughs) Calculator. So 22 is my goal. Uh-huh. And we read 11 books for book club. That's 33. Yeah, 33. I haven't decided yet how I'm going to make Goodreads understand not to count the book club books. But, um... So how you can do that is that, um... Do I just move it to a shelf like these I read for book club? Yeah, like you wouldn't say currently reading. You would just move it to a shelf once you finish oh, it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So okay. like you would just add it as the book that you read and they won't count it as like a mm-hmm. book you read, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm not I'm not changing my goal on Goodreads yet. This... Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Because I like the 22, I don't like the 33. Is it because you don't like 33? Thir- thir- yeah, I don't like odd numbers. You don't like odd numbers? I really don't. Okay. I believe that they are cursed. Every year that I'm an odd year and an odd year, uh-huh. does that make sense? Yeah. My life is a disaster. Really? So I know it's true. But 2020 <laughs> happened and COVID happened and that's an even number. Yeah, but that doesn't count because that was like a global catastrophe. <laughs> that wasn't a personal catastrophe. Well, I guess, I guess if we're going to do that. <laughs> I, li- I feel like odd numbers for me are like good years. Oh, no. Yeah, no. I'm sure. Stri- like, cause 2019, like me and Cass graduated. I that was the first time I hit my reading goal of the of a year. Okay. Yeah, so. okay. Well, that makes sense yeah. for you, but not for me. 2021 was shit, though. Let me tell you, I was just I was mm. struggling. But mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Any Here other goals that you have or um, resolutions? No, I think um, I put a pretty tough one on myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's as far I as think... I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you I have. Know, I know we're coming back to this episode, and, and I don't want to... No, you're going to get it, Vina. You're going to yeah. get it. It's we'll The see. only way is up, bro. <laughs> the only way is up. We got to get the hell up Indeed. out of the trenches. We, we can do this. Hashtag <laughs> trenches. That's how I felt like I was in 2021. Indeed. What is your goal? Um. So my goal is 60. Because, okay, so, like, my original goal was 55, but I was going to aim for 60. Okay. And so, like, I had that in my head where I was like, okay, 60 is my, 50 is, 55 is my goal. Because I read Mm -hmm. 45 books in 2019, 2022, 20, I didn't read that many. I read, like, 30-something, almost 40, but my goal was 50. Mm -hmm. Last year, I hit 50, and this year, I was going to hit, like, you know, doing it by fives. Okay. But then my coworker, my old coworker, he's, like, my favorite guy ever. Mm -hmm. He came in, and he was like, and this guy is an accountant. He does not, he doesn't really read or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like mm-hmm. reading is not his thing, but he loves my work. Like, okay. and it's, it's really cute. Cause he'll sit that down and cute. he'll, he'll like, he read my poetry, or whatever. It's just such, so, so cute. Yeah. So he, um, he was like, have you decided on a book goal? And I was like, 
um, yeah, but I don't, I, I was like, yeah, but, and he was like, no, I'm going to decide for you. Oh. <laughs> and I was oh, like, okay. okay. And he was like 60. Cause he's, he asked me how many oh. books I've read. I said, I read 50. He said, okay, 60. Okay. And I was like, okay, 60. Okay. Any other resolutions? So, uh, I guess like I told you that I want to be more mindful with my resolu- with my book reading, but I want to read more poetry this year because last year I was surprised I didn't read that much poetry. Mm. Um, and especially because I, I'm taking like a year and change off of school yeah. to like really work on, um, my writing. So I want to be, you know, reading and stuff mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. and being proactive with like the poets that I'm reading. And, you know, um, another one is that I have a stack of books by my bed that um i have cast i have uh i have like say for example i have like five books mm-hmm. and then i'll give cast the number she puts it in a randomizer and that's how i pick my next like read. oh i love that yeah so that's how i picked um the last four books that i've read okay yeah that's so cute yeah I'm into that. But I but they're all books that i want to read no you know right. so like right it's yeah. just a matter of one yeah okay cool. but also i'm not gonna be like that's not going to be the only way that I pick my books because mm-hmm. if I want to read a book like I'm reading Evelyn Hugo read that wasn't a part of the random randomizer that's a mm-hmm. book that I really want to reread so like I'm gonna reread it you know do you count rereads in your goal I read them right <laughs> <laughs> I suppose yeah so yeah okay okay um any upcoming books that you want to read in 2022 yes yeah, so uh I have uh, You Don't Know Us and other essays by Zora Neale Hurston. Mm-hmm. And um, I love Zora Neale Hurston and this collection of essays I'm dying to read. I read uh, Barracoon, the, sto- the, the story of the last black cargo um, last year. And I and I absolutely love that nonfiction work. Mm-hmm. Um, I never read before that point any of her nonfiction work. Oh, okay. um, I only read like a few of her short stories and then I read Their Eyes Were Watching God. So mm. I'm a huge fan of Zora Neale Hurston. And so I'm really excited for this. Uh, it comes out January 7th. Oh, it came out already. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's January 8th. Okay. But I have the arc, so I'm going to get to it eventually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you want to go back and forth or do you want to? We can, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you. Um, the next one that comes out this year on Tuesday is To Paradise, <laughs> <laughs> which is my current read. And I hope to finish. Um, and I already mentioned what it's about. Yeah. But I, we got signed copies at the shop. Oh. <gasps> Really? And she did an illustration in one of the signed copies, and I'm totally going to buy it. So the way you know that I love a book is, like, I have the arc, and you just see me, like, switch it out of my bookshelf and putting the finished copy in there. I'm going to do a little TikTok of that. Or even, like, you buy buy multiples of it. I do. Yeah. I do. And I got that shit from Vina now. (laughs) Like, I bought multiple versions of the Dude, it's just cute. It looks good on your bookshelf, and... It makes you more of a collector than a. You know what book that we should have gotten was the UK version of Daisy Jones. So much prettier. So it was really pretty. But I wouldn't say that Daisy Jones, the uh, the American one, was bad because that was that's such a photogenic book. Like I took so many pictures of that book. But yes, To Paradise comes out on Tuesday. Pick it up, and I will be finishing it. Yeah. So, well, you can't say what kind of uh, like doodle she does or like. Oh yeah, it's um, it's a little cat. Oh, that's so cute. And all of them are just one. Just one. Just one. I'm getting it. <laughs> you know, uh, there's this poet. Her name is Sierra de Mulder. Mm. Is it Sierra de Mulder? She draws a picture in oh, every. So like, I have all my books signed 
well, two of them signed, and she did a giraffe in one, and I think a fish or a starfish in, uh, or like a, a seahorse. Okay. Yeah, in her second one. So I have like, yeah. Anyway. Sweet. What's your next one? So The Memory Librarian by Janelle Monet is my second book, mm. and I'm so excited for this. It comes out in April, I believe, and um, it, it like I, I can't find a synopsis of this. I know it's going to be like oh. sci-fi or whatever, but yeah. like... Um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's compiled stories from her third album, Dirty Computer, which I really loved. And I listened when I was writing my last paper. So, yes. My next one is Book Lovers by Emily Henry. Mm. And it comes out May 3rd, 2022. I Mm -hmm. do have an arc of it, so I hope to read it before it comes out. Um, so (laughs) this one, I've read her two previous books and I really enjoyed them. So I hope this one is just as good. But it's about our main character, Nora Stevens, Mm -hmm. whose life is books. She reads them all. She is a cutthroat literary agent. And no one sees her as, like, a nice sweetheart. Everyone thinks she's, like, very strict and stuff. But her sisters admires her and invites her to this very small town in North Carolina to spend the summer. So (laughs) this is where the boo comes into the picture. Okay. (laughs) So they go to the small town, and he runs into Charlie, who is a brooding editor from back from, back from the city, where she's from. Mm-hmm. And it would be a meet-cute if not for the fact that they've met many times, and it's never cute. I, I'm, I'm in. They hate each other. I love it. So this is like enemies. I it's love enemies. Enemies lovers. lovers. <laughs> so um, if Nora knows she's not the ideal heroine, then Charlie knows he's nobody's hero. But as they are thrown together again and again... In a series of coincidences, I love that, what they discover might just unravel the carefully crafted stories they've written about themselves. Mm. I like that. I like the little I like sentence. That. I like that. So it's that. cute. It's yeah. cute. So I'm excited. It's okay. a light read. We all need that sometimes. Yeah. Um. So my next one is Finding Me by Viola, Viola Davis. The Viola Davis? The Viola Davis wow. is a memoir. Oh, right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm teaching Vina something. <laughs> I love I love Viola Davis, so I want to read this memoir. Okay, you know. Okay. Uh, so finding me is Viola Davis's story in her own words and spans her incredible, inspiring life from her upcoming of age in Rhode Island to her present day. Hers is a story of overcoming a true hero's journey, deeply personal, brutally honest, and riveting. Finding me is a timeless and spellbinding memoir that will capture hearts and minds around the globe. Now, Mm. I want to read this for a few reasons. I fucking love memoirs, but I haven't read that many. I was going to ask you, what what memoirs are you reading that I don't know about? (laughs) Yeah, I read Lucille Ball's memoir. Um, Mm. It was like discovered by her daughter or something like that years after she died. Okay. And I, I love it and i love i've read a few memoirs but i i stopped reading them recently mm-hmm. like yeah I've, i think i want to read at least one memoir because I, I i don't remember the last one i've read uh-oh oh no 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 no, no no wait no <laughs> this is off record <laughs> don't Resolution. Hold me to it. <laughs> um okay so my next one is sea of tranquility by emily st john mandel so she wrote Station Eleven, which I loved and read. Right. And she wrote uh, The Glass Hotel, which came out last year and was one of my goals, and I read it. Okay. So I'm going to read her third at this point. Um, So this is a novel of art, time, love, and a plague that takes the reader from Vancouver, Vancouver Island in 1912 to a dark colony on the moon 500 years later. What? Unfurling a story of humanity across centuries and space. 
what does this remind me of? To Paradise, because it's also centuries later. Right. So I don't know if they are friends or what's going on here. But <laughs> they talk. But it's like the past and taking you all the way to the future. Right. I know that To Paradise is 1800s, then it takes you to the 90s, then it takes you to the late 2000s. So that's crazy. I know. I don't know. That's how, such a crazy. I don't know concept. how my mind is gonna like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> even compute, but um, I I read everything she writes. I love okay. her. Okay, and it comes out April fifth. Okay. Next read is gonna be Nettie Okafor's um third book, Akata Woman. Now I read Akata Witch, which is the first one, and I'll read you that one because I don't want. To read the third one and spoil somebody um, because, you mm. know, I'm friends with Vina. <laughs> anyway, so Akata Witch transports the reader to a magical place where nothing is quite as it seems. Born in New York but living in Aba, Nigeria, 12-year-old Sunny is undeniably a little lost. She is albino and thus incredibly sensitive to the skin. All Sunny wants to do is be able to play football and get football in parentheses, soccer, Hmm. and get through another day of school without being bullied. But once she befriends Orlu and Chi-Chi, Sunny is plunged into the world of the leopard people, where your worst defect becomes your greatest asset. Together, Sunny, Orlu, and Chi-Chi, and Sasha, from the youngest ever Oha Coven, their mission is to track down Black Hat Otoku, the man responsible for kidnapping, maintaining children. Will Sunny be able to overcome the killer with powers uh, stronger than her own? Or will the future she saw in the flames become reality? I really love this series. Wow. I mean, I read the first one, mm-hmm. but I really loved it. And I wanted to pick up the second one. Okay. So that's something I'll be picking up. I want to pick up the second and the third one once the, the third one comes out. So Sweet. Yes. My next one is Secret Identity by Alex Segura. It comes out March 15th. He is... In Kew Gardens. He's a block away from here. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so we've we've worked with him before, but I, like Zoraida, I have never read him. So mm. I feel like I should change that this year. Another goal. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> but I, I do have the arc, so I plan on reading it. Okay. And it is um, set in the 1970s, mm-hmm. in, and the comic book industry is struggling, but Carmen Bardes doesn't care. She's an assistant at Triumph Comics, which doesn't have the creative zeal of Marvel, But it doesn't matter. She is going closer to her dream of writing a superhero book. That dream is nearly a reality when one of her writers enlists her to help to create a new character, which they call the Lethal Lynx, the first female superhero. Mm. But her colleague is acting strangely and asking her to keep it a secret. And then he's found dead. With all of their scripts turned into the publisher without her name on it. Carmen is desperate to piece together what happened to him to hang on to her piece of the character, which turns out to be a runaway hit. Oh, that's so heartbreaking. She worked on it. She doesn't get the credit. Right. Uh, but that's complicated by, a, complicated by a surprise visitor from her home in Miami, a tenacious cop who is piecing together everything too quickly for Carmen, and the tangled web of secrets and resentments among the passionate eccentrics who write comics for a living. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, so dun, it sounds dun. like a thriller, mystery, cop drama kind of deal, which is right. not my jam. Yeah. So we will see how that goes. Okay. <laughs> the finger guns is killing me. <laughs> it's the finger guns for me. 
they don't see that and she needs you don't have to bring it up anyway uh what's your final read oh so mine's 2022 yeah mine's is time is a mother by ocean bong Mm. so um this is a poetry collection which i loved uh night sky with exit wounds Mm. that was the first poetry collection which i did not buy um, my mm. professor, one of my professors, I don't know if I if if I ever said this, but mm. um, what when I had finished at Nassau Community College, um, my professor, well, you know, he knew that I loved poetry, and and obviously he was my uh, he was my poetry professor, mm-hmm. um, and he gifted me a box of just like because his 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 wife is a librarian, mm. and they're always like getting rid of old books and stuff like that. Right. So she so they put together books and cleaned out a bookshelf mm-hmm. of poetry and 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 stuff like that. And I got a bunch of like copies of like just different stuff. And Ocean Bong was in it, mm. and that's how I discovered him. Very cool. Yeah. Nice. So this one is in this deeply intimate second poetry collection. Ocean Bong searches for life among the aftershocks of his mother's death, embodying the paradox of sitting within grief while being determined to survive beyond it. Shifting through memory and in concert with the themes of his novel, Unearth with Briefly Gorgeous, Vong contends with personal loss, the meaning of family, and the cost of being the product of an American war in the Amer- an American war in America. Vong's poems circle fragmented lives to find both restoration as well as the epicenter of the break. Mm. yeah i'll tell you something that might excite you might not <laughs> who knows but we're getting signed copies of his book yes put one aside okay for me. thank you <laughs> i do i loved his poetry like it's really good and i mm. and i i i don't want to put down on earth for briefly gorgeous, I but i feel like i have to yeah because like i'm not i'm not gonna force myself to read something but i i like i'm i have a love-hate relationship with that book because mm-hmm. Like, the way that he talks about his mom is so intimate. Right. Right? And, like, right. yeah. So. So, I sent in the group chat that we have with Jalissa a quote, a tweet that I found. Okay. That I feel like gets our feelings with this book. Okay. Because sometimes it's just not the right time. Yeah, I don't think it's the right time for that book. And it doesn't mean the book sucks. It just yeah. means we are not in the right place. Yeah, um, I don't think But we're let in the right me place. find it, because I think it's on point. I don't think I read that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> So, this guy tweeted, Try not to think of it as a TBR pile, but more like a wine cellar. You try and time the right combination of mood, energy, and interest so that you can pick a book when you have the best chance of getting along with it. Mm. That's what the writer even prefers to. You know? Like, the writer would want you to pick up their book when you have the same interests as the book. Right. And the right time for it. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to try to pick up The Great Gatsby. And I'm going to try to pick up Pride and Prejudice. Because... You should see my face right now. Um, My final... Did you do five? Yeah, that was my final. Okay. My final book. And I already read it. What? (laughs) It comes out July 5th. And Uh it's Laura Olympus number two. (laughs) Wait, how'd you read... Because the comics are ahead. Okay. Come on. I'm stupid. (laughs) So, Laura Olympus number two comes out uh, in July. Everyone pick it up. I have three different versions of volume two, of volume one. Um, But yes, it's just Hades and Persephone and all the awesome characters in it. Mm -hmm. And I plan on rereading this year. Okay. 
because I want to like make notes on each character because I want to find out more about Greek mythology because I don't really know as much as you. Um, so that's Be one. Like that's me, one of my you know. goals. One of my goals. Okay, one of your goals. <laughs> one of your not goals. Goals. <laughs> that's like one of my goals. Not goals. Goals. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, that is it, guys. That's this all. is our first episode of 2022. We hope to be more consistent. Yeah, this is my eighth day in annoying Vina <laughs> of 2022. Uh, I have 300 and something days to go. Um, but I was I, like yeah. 300. What are you talking about? <laughs> There's a whole year ahead of us, dude. No, I was thinking like eight days. You mean 200. Like, I didn't even count the other 60. Oh, my God. 50 something days. Indeed. indeed. Yeah. Um, Has it been long days for you? Like, have you felt like the longest day ever of every day? January usually drags for me. Yeah. A lot. Because, like, I felt like yesterday was the longest day. I took, like, two (laughs) naps and I still woke up and it was three o'clock. Oh, no. That's a nightmare. Um, All right. So, first episode down. Down. Proud of us. Uh, We shall see you guys soon. Bye, guys.